Welcome to It's a Single Mom Thing, the show for single moms by single moms. This is Sherry, your host, and I am happy you are here today. Remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. Two countries, two sets of rules, two separate languages, two divided homes, two totally different ways of doing things, and your kids, they have to live between the two. Between the two of you. Each their own monarch and for their own country. And if these two countries are always at war, there is no peace for your little international travelers. Welcome to another episode of It's a Single Mom Thing. For your kids going back and forth between two homes, whether it's every other week, weekend, or three days, it's like going back and forth between two countries. Think about it from their pint-sized perspective. Mom has one way of doing her things, and then Dad has his. Everything from what time they wake up, wear, eat, listen to, abide by, or are guided by. Rules, tools, techniques, and time to sleep. Even the type of toothpaste they brush their teeth with is all dictated by a different ruler in a different country. Now, for anyone who has traveled to a distant destination, you know that there may also be some jet lag, an adjustment to the time change, or even altitude that you have to contend with on top of a language barrier. ¿Tú entiendes? If you speak Spanish, you know I just asked you if you understand. Guess what? Your kids don't. It takes time to get your bearings, and we expect our kids to make that adjustment as soon as they get out of the car. No going through customs and no getting accustomed to the country they just set foot in. It is go time and no, this isn't an amazing race for them. Each parent has their own plan and their own priority. Neither's right or wrong in most cases anyways. It's just different. It may even be the very differences that had the two rulers going in different directions, both with their artillery now facing in the direction of each other. Neither ruler can see beyond themselves, beyond their objective, beyond the cost of waging war with the other, and the innocent victims who always get caught in the crossfire of their relentless attack on one another, leaving them shell-shocked wounded, impaired, or in despair. Isn't that truly the cost of war? Isn't it always the innocent people who pay the price for the cost of someone else's pride? It's never the two rulers who initiate the battle. It's the innocent. Even if the only weapon is words. Lose the battle, win the war. If you're going to go to war, Fight for your kids and lose the battle with the opposing ruler. As time goes on, the war of words between you and the other parent will wane. I promise it will, and that's a podcast for another time on how to do that. But the damage done to your kids can go deep. Sure, you may get one up on the other parent, and yes, it may actually feel good. I have dropped a few of those dirty bombs on my boy's dad a time or two, and it was always met with return fire and explosion and casualties of war. Now listen, when you are at war, you are focused on one thing, winning. Now my guess is if you are warring against the other ruler, you aren't really ruling your heart or your country very well because you are distracted. Transition trouble. 
So here's what's happening in your trenches when you're more focused on what's happening behind the enemy's lines than your own. Transition trouble. Ever notice that when it's time to leave some place fun, like let's just say the pool, your kids can act like a real tool? Yes, girl, your kid. Not every child handles the transition between activities well. Even if where they're headed next is fun and familiar, kids are often not developmentally equipped to switch gears as easily as their parents. It's a strange phenomenon, and I'm betting you see it every time they come back to your country from the other. Kind of like a kid who doesn't want to leave the pool. They lose their mind, flop themselves down on the hot cement, refusing to move as you witness some adult, most likely their parent, dragging them on the ground, not wanting to make a scene. Yeah, right. Well, girl, your kids go through the same metamorphosis. From being relatively well-behaved and amicable to emotional, combative, and frustrated kids as the time grows near to the transition to the other parent's house. Combine that with a war between two warlords, and yes, that's you and the other parent, and you have one international crisis on your hands. War or peace. Your kiddos, just like you, have one childhood to live. Will it be in war or at peace? Divorce, death, separation, it all is a division that divides the mind, divides the heart, but it doesn't have to be the final answer to a problem they can't solve. But you can. Peace is a possibility. You have to choose it. Now, peace may not be what the other country wants, and this is where you're going to have to pick up the broken pieces and walk away. I'm not going to fight with you anymore. Must be your battle cry. In doing so, you must choose to lose the battle with the opposing ruler, fighting for your kids to win the war for their hearts. Home is where their heart is, and your country must be a safe place for them to live in, and a place they love to come home to. I promise you, when you drop your weapons, the war in your heart, in your head, in your home, and maybe even in the other country, will go away. Why? Because there's nobody to fight with. Happy parents make for happy kids, even kids of divorce and a divided home. You can do this, my solo sojourning parents. Once the war is done and you are ready to take the next step towards peace, listen to our podcast, Giving Your Kids a Hand Up in the Handoff. And be sure to check out our show notes with links to some inspiration and information to help you get started on writing a peace treaty, even if it's just for your country. Remember, your kids live in two countries and have one childhood. How will your kids live? At war or in peace? Have a wonderful week. And remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. Thanks for listening to It's a Single Mom Thing. I hope you enjoyed our time together. If you have more questions on how to have a relationship with Jesus or need prayer, visit us at www.shepherdsvillage.com backslash prayer. For more information and resources, check out our show notes.